podcast. It's Rob. I'm here with Casey. Casey, say what's up to the people. What's up with the what's up? We out here, Healthy Parent Pod, episode 31, new video format. I think the kinks are worked out, Rob. This is going to be maybe the best podcast we've ever done, and I'm here for it. Me too. So we are now recording uh, both video and audio all through our one uh, spot Zencaster, which is what's up. Um, and I don't know. I'm just enjoying it. Dude, like, honestly, I like the layout a lot, although I'm going to let's see if I got to turn this down a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, I like the layout yeah. of this a lot right now. Um, you know, we got it, it's given us a good like audio levels, everything like that. Anyway, not that any of you guys care about this. At well, all, what we're talking for those about, that maybe are, are have ever had an interest in doing the podcast, Rob and I normally look at each other through Zoom and then we record through another program called Zencaster. And now Zencaster has this video feature built into it, so. On one screen, I can see Rob, I can stare at Rob, and then I can see our little voices populating underneath us, and it's official, Rob. Like, I feel like we were real podcasters beforehand, but now we're, like, pretty professional, and, now we're legit. you know, yeah, and actually, yeah, you sound really good now. You sound really good. Joe Rogan, watch out, man. Yeah, What'd you say? yeah, piss off, Joe Rogan. I said, you sound really good, man. <laughs> Audio's yeah, coming man, in nice and clear. Yes, Everything's exactly. good. Think- okay, we're ready to go. I mean, we were ready to go. We had the three, two, one, four, three, two, one, but now we're ready to go. Best open ever. Like I said, episode 31 is going to be the best. Um, <laughs> Rob, what's up with you, man? How you what's been? going on with you, man? How's your no, I just said that. You can't bogart oh, my thing. Gonna... You go first. <sighs> man, all right. I'm... My turn. My turn. <laughs> no, things are going real good, dude. Honestly, Um you know we uh, we're gonna we're gonna lay down a couple podcast recordings this week, even though we'll stagger them out for everybody. But I'm excited for that. I'm always up for uh, a little podcast uh, with Casey. Um, I'm feeling good. Got over a gnarly headache yesterday that I had. Like, ew, it was an ass kicker. Um, but I'm feeling I'm feeling fresh today. Um, yeah, man. How about you, dude? What's up with you? I I mean, so we were supposed to get like a foot of snow on Tuesday up in Vermont. Uh-huh. And something oh, happened one of those, where yeah. we got three inches of snow and a shit ton of rain. And <laughs> I'm kind of over. So like this is this is a pretty get off my lawn situation right now where I just remember as a kid, like we would we would get snow in Vermont and it would be like devastating. Like here comes eight inches. Get oh like wait, here comes like a clipper system. Here comes another eight. And after like three days, you'd walk out and you'd have like almost two feet of snow. And people would be like, where are we going to put all the snow? And you'd see like dump trucks come in to like take snow away. Like it was, it was legendary. And now they're like, oh, here comes a big snowstorm. And it's like projected to be like four inches of snow. And I mean, you're a Northeast guy, New England guy, Northeast guy. You don't sign yeah. up to live here if four inches of snow makes you worry. Like I, if it's, if it's a foot, I'll, like, let me know so I can go out and shovel. But like, yeah, it's snow. I live in Vermont and like it's been negative, you know, sub sub zero every night, almost every day until about noon. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? This is Vermont. This is new England. Like deal with it. Let me know if you, if you need to get a bigger car, I'm sorry. Your Prius doesn't work. Like I got studded tires on my Subaru because I'm a true Vermonter. Okay. Rob rant over. Um, but we're supposed to get more <laughs> snow tomorrow and I'm like, don't even, I don't even care. Like wake yeah, me up when it actually snows. I'm like, just going to continue my life. God. <sighs> right. We're supposed to get some tonight into tomorrow. And again, same thing. Like we're getting like, they're saying like maybe up to six inches, um, accumulated through the course of it, but it's like going to snow from like tonight all the way to tomorrow. So it's not like a, a heavy snow or anything like that. Like if the plows can't keep up with this snowstorm, I'm, I'm, gonna be very sad because it's not like something that's gonna come down like fast and furious for us we'll see though you know we haven't we didn't get that other storm very bad at all i think it was like an inch or two but we got a lot of like like freezing rain and ice on that tuesday one that was kind of gnarly because i ended up like taking the dog for a walk later and um no maybe it was monday night into tuesday something like that because then tuesday we got all the rain but it was like a it was yeah. like an ice skating rink out there when i took him out um, yeah, I mean, and I'm with you. Like, you know, you guys heard me complaining the other the other week about like how I canceled all these sessions for the gym because they we were supposed to get something like eight inches of snow in like three hours, and like we're gonna get like a foot and a half or whatever. And then 
we got you know where i live and, and the town that my gym is in we got like three four inches tops and like a whole bunch of rain so it and is like it i is. feel like i feel we had like a, our my kid had a snow day you know so yeah. like i i moved all my clients to later in the week and things like that and you know like in trainer land and this is something that i i've like my mom's a hairdresser i've like talked to her about this like you snow days are they kind of become a nuisance where you know, if you do, you oh, know, I yeah. do anywhere from like five to eight hours of training a day and to have to make that up throughout the week means That's that cool. your five to eight hours goes from seven to 12 hours. And I, I don't know about you, Rob, this would be something maybe we could talk about like on, on a three things with me, but like any, like I struggle after five hours of training in a day. Like I really do. Like I, that's like my sweet yeah. spot. Um, I do a bunch of like Mentally. managerial stuff and stuff, yeah. but like for the club too. So for me to like go all day doing like, like all the admin work, the management stuff, meetings, Zooms, et cetera. And then like four o'clock comes and I primarily work with kids after school to have to like fire up another four hours of training until like eight, eight thirty at night, dude, it's like, yeah, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. So snow day is not as fun when you're an adult. That's the bottom line. I'll stop my pity party now. It's funny for me. Like I can think back on this and like I have, I can do big chunks of time, but it really depends on what time of the day that the training starts. Right. So Saturdays are a perfect example for me, right? Like my day starts at eight o'clock. Like if, if my first session's at eight, that's a sweet spot for me, dude. I could train like legit six or seven in a row. I've done that before where like maybe, I mean, give me like a little bit of time to go to the bathroom or something like that, but like, I can, I can crank through it more. Like, and I used to it. One of my, at my old gym, like I would do like when I first started there, I would do Saturdays and I would just go back to back until like from like 8am to like 3pm. And these were 45 minute training sessions too, as opposed to an hour. So we were doing like in that time frame of like seven hours, I'm getting in like 10 sessions or something like that. Like, uh, I could crank through it, but I like once for me, like once I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. That being said, if I try to do that starting at like a 6 a.m., by nine o'clock, I'm toast. Like I get three in me, and that's and something about just getting up that <laughs> early. Yeah, something like get, yeah, it's the start time for me. Like, like getting up that early kicks my butt. You know what I mean? Um, but if it's a little bit of a later start, like now mentally, I'm fresh, I'm there. And like when you're kind of coaching the whole time, like for me, like once I get going, um, I'm like in it the whole time. Like my hyper focus kicks in and I'm just like, I'm, I'm loving like being in the moment of coaching. Um, but I don't, but that's Boom, not normal for everybody. It's not normal for everybody. And like I said, you know, that really depends on what the deal is. Like when I start, when I stop. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Like Little the other part for of everyone too, like trying to make up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Trying to make up those sessions is brutal though. And I think, but I think that that's something that anybody can relate to probably like parents, especially, right? Like if your kid has a snow day, which I know not a lot of schools are giving snow days now because of like, you know, zoom and virtual education, everything like that. Um, but some schools are, and like, so if you're getting hit with a snow day and you've got to now watch the kids, you're probably, you know, backed up on what you have to get for, done for work. And then all of a sudden, or even like a holiday, you basically have to like cram like five days of work into four days like that feels a, like a lot like it's nice to have that day off when you get a holiday or whatever like president's day which we just had but then all of a sudden you've got to you've got to fit everything else in throughout the rest of the week and that's kind of tough so i get it yeah casey tell me some bright spots dude to the bright spots um one it's a deload week what up last phase or last Ooh. week of the 12 week hypertrophy program i actually just did a really good pod with tony bonvecchio that comes out next week on the three things what up shameless plug um but you also be a good father to get on this one as well he's got a two-year-old um shout out Claire. Yeah, just sure. had a birthday. we've talked about that before. and tony and greg he'd be a good one yeah and uh, so like the deal week is huge. And, and the reasoning is because I know that they're coming and I think I'm not necessarily like a big deload guy, but this program has kind of made me actually think, uh, that they're, they're of use and how they really, and it's, and I'm not going to get into the training side behind it, but for people listening, a deload week is basically where you have a week that's a little bit lighter, um, in intensity and volume than what you've previously been doing. And it's kind of a, a like a breath of fresh air when you're, um, you know, beating yourself up pretty good in your training. So, um, training has been good. So the D load week is needed and it's nice because I know my workouts are going to be like 20 to 30 minutes 
and I can schedule them really effectively. Um, you know, spoiler alert for what we're going to talk about today, but uh, super nice getting those br the bright spot is knowing that I'm going to be able to get it done, even though um, if shit hits the fan, so to excuse me, so to speak, that it's just nice to schedule. And then the other bright spots, Rob, you know, um, professionally, we just finished a really, really big project for the Parisi corporate team. Um, we updated the training manual for, you know, like 110 um, Parisi locations throughout the country. It was a project that was almost a, a year long project that I was brought in for like the last three months of, and it was a big one. Uh, you know, we're talking about like a 40,000 word document and it got sent off to the editor and then it goes to the graphic designer. And I feel like I found like 12 hours in my week that I didn't have before because I don't have to do it. So it's done and I'm pumped because anyone knows when you get those big things nice, off your dude. checklist, your to-do list, like it's, it's huge. It's huge. So I'm almost at this point where like, I'm like, wow, I have so much time. What do I do with it? You know, like, because I was spending so much time doing that project for work. And uh, yeah, I feel like some parents listening to this can definitely appreciate that. Big time bright spot professionally. Nice, dude. Boom. What's up That's with you? solid, man. Boom. boom. Um, bright spots. I'm trying to think of bright spots that are not stuff my kid did this week. Because I got no, some good no, ones. I got, no, no. Yeah, the yeah it's coming up next. Week, but we're not going to do that yet. No, um, honestly, I mean, like, training's been going really well. I'm into the second week of this new training block, which is great. Um, nutrition is still on point, which has been awesome. Um, recovered from my headache yesterday. So that's a bright Huge, spot for me So big right there. That headache. I mean, it was it, like, it was bad. I, it was a headache. I get migraines too, which is like a whole other thing altogether. Like if anybody that is listening to this gets migraines, um, there's nothing, there's nothing that will piss you off more than when somebody describes a migraine as like a headache, like you tell them, Oh, I have a migraine. You're like, Oh, it's like a really bad headache. You're like, no, it's no. Not. like, that's <laughs> like, that's like, Oh, did you sprain your finger? Or did you amputate, amputate it? You know what I mean? Oh. Like, that's basically what we're talking about right now. Like it's terrible. Um, but I had a really, a really gnarly headache yesterday. So I'm just happy that that's over. Uh, professionally, um, things are going well, dude. Like, you know, the, the gym's going really well um nice we've got a lot of new people in here so we're getting a lot of like kind of fun energy everybody that's new that's been coming in has been like a great fit for the environment which is really cool um yeah man and uh that's i mean that's kind of like what's what here you know personally too also i want to say oh the big one um friday you know for an early valentine's day uh liz and i finally were able to take advantage of the idea that we'd been kicking around of having a date day. And it was epic. It was great. Um, we got my parents to watch the baby. We nice. went and got brunch, which was nice. Ooh, Took it boy. home. Yes. It was pretty nice. Uh, then we um, we sat down. We watched a movie. It was bananas. Did you fall asleep? No, we didn't. We were going to take a nap. We thought about taking a nap. <laughs> Um, but like, like any new parent, like the first time when you, you're not with them. So we even had the dog in daycare, the whole nine yards. Wow. And like, we did pretty, I feel like for new parents, we did pretty good with like just the two of us being at home. Cause we like, we did really, really enjoy being together, but like anybody, like you get towards the end of the time when you're ready to like pick up your kid or maybe like you're watching a movie and there's a kid in it or something like that. And then all of a sudden you're like, miss the little guy now you know what i mean so like towards the end we were excited to go like pick him up from grandma and grandpa's house and we actually ended up like heading over to my parents and having dinner there with the with the baby and obviously with rufus uh, before we headed home so that was that was what's up like it was a good nice, man. you know good week man good week nice nice i'm, I'm yes. super pumped you guys got your first mommy daddy first solo one. time that's huge dude first, it's huge. first date uh date day date night but not the last hopefully you so. should schedule the next one already like get yeah, it on I the gotta, calendar you said, so you can at least try to date my wife yeah you got to get it on the calendar because if it's on the calendar you'll at least like if it doesn't work out schedule wise you're just rearranging the time you're not necessarily trying to find a new time like it's already an event you're you've accounted for so get it on the calendar for sure for sure for sure for sure. Um, uh, do you want to hit us with a little fish room update? You want to click that little button? I do. You want to click that button? I, I think you should click that button. All right. Bloop. Give me the blubbles. Bloop. 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 Okay, so you can do a lot Bloop. better than Bloop. that. Bloop. Come on, man. I want your bubbles. 
All right. Bloop, 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 so, bloop, the fish bloop, room update. <laughs> <laughs> the fish room update is there is no update. Uh, again, as I said, I think we're wow. going to try to get some fish this week, though. I know. Very anti-climactic. So that's what, we, that's that, what we're right? going to do. We're just going to get disappointed when we hear you say you're going to get fish and you don't get fish. Now no, you're no, just going to look I, at so me being disappointed. Time, now, listen here. The last podcast that we recorded, I said in the next week or two, like sometime either later this week. Uh, I'm sorry. Sometime either later next week or next weekend, I'm going to get fish, which would be later this week or this upcoming weekend. Go ahead, go back, rewind the tape, Casey. Rewind the tape. He's sitting there looking at me with this disapproving look. I get it. I get it, folks. I get it. No, honestly, like this was just like this week was like tank maintenance, cleaning it out, pruning some oh, of the good. plants. Okay, that kind so of jazz. You prune That's the it. plants in the tank. Oh, you prune yeah, the well, plants. Dude, all right, so I'm I'm getting a little pissed off at some of these fish. I got all these nice plants, and they've been doing a good job of like cleaning the algae, the, the fish. But they've been eating some of these plants, and now they're just like the, you can look at the stems, and they're just like dying off one after the other. Isn't that the point so of, the, get some more of, plants the, here. of the greenery? What's that? Apparently, they're not getting enough fiber in their diet. These fish. So, isn't that the point know. of like the greenery? Oh, dude. I mean, I didn't. I mean, it's good it? at least you're feeding. It's probably because you starve your fish. Yeah. No. No, I don't starve the fish. Anyway, and we will get some more fish um, this weekend. I'm putting my, my foot down here. I'm getting some fish this weekend. It's happening. And uh, so I will have a fish room update for you all next week. I promise. Promise. I got to get I got to get right. sauce a beta fish. She needs a beta fish. You do, I man. I don't understand like how, how this. You got to do it. You got to. By the way, Casey sent me the best photo where ever for it, a though. snow day. Of uh, sauce, cutting up a cucumber, uh, with the cucumber pretty much all over the countertop in her pajamas. Snow day, snow day feels right there. Yeah, my wife walked out and saw our two-year-old waving a butter knife in the air, um, cutting the cucumber herself. Which, you know, she's not. I guess she's like two and a quarter. So the butter knife is not the most dangerous thing that I've ever given her to use. Um, and she actually loved it and it got her to eat the cucumber. So she cut it herself and she ate it. It was like, it was great. It was great. She was super excited for it. Hold on, before we get to that, um, another question for the fish room update. And this was actually a, this was a, a listener write in an email. I want to know what happened to the fish that you and, uh, Jen once had together. There's a story there, apparently. Oh, I think. yeah. That was, shout out to my mom, mom was for writing that email. Um, shout out. That was <laughs> definitely my mom who wrote that email. So I, Jen and I, in our first quest of parenthood when we were in college and dating, uh, we bought a beta fish. His name was Wade Marion, um, named after my one of my favorite <laughs> basketball players, Dwayne Wade, and my one of my favorite fo- uh, football players, Marion Barber. And... Like my mom, she good kind soul. She was cleaning the tank uh, when I was home for vacation, and yeah, I would bring the fish home. And she, I don't think she checked the temperature of the water, and the water was super hot. She put the fish in the super hot water, and he died oh, no. in minutes. Um, it was super sad. It was super traumatic. And I came home Did and she, she was like, I can tell you, I killed your fish. Uh, dude, that, I don't think that's like a thing. Like th- this was like 2009. Like there was no water conditioner in 2009. It was like you just well, put you the put tap stuff water in. To get rid of the chlorine so that the fish doesn't die from the chlorine. Well, maybe not with beta fish. It, I don't know it how didn't stand a chance. Fish this fish stuff. did not stand a chance. It was such hot water. Um, you know, my mom meant well <laughs> for sure, but definitely she boiled the fish. So – uh, but you yeah. had, the good news is you had lunch later. You had a cooked <laughs> fish. You had lunch. Ew, dude, dude, I wouldn't. That's not even oh, a good joke. That's that a kind of joke. That that's the kind of joke you would do because you're out here massacring fish. It's messed up. Also, if you hear my hey, dog in look, the background, whatever. I gotta, I'm working on my dad joke game. It's not 100 percent yet. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah, you gotta keep going. All right, well, Are Casey, we I, want, sh- I, I want that la- that new segment. Yes, the shit my kid did this week. What saw- sauce do? What did Sawyer do? We had a snow day, and yes, I will I will say Sawyer's 
big phrase that she is now saying is later daddy later. So if you ask her to do anything, the automatic reply is no dad later, later. I do it later. So I was like, Hey Sawyer, can I come sit on the couch with you? And, and it's no dad later, later, later. And I'm like, well, where can daddy sit? And she'll be like, uh, and then she'll like point like outside the room and she'll be like out there, go there, out there. You know, and and she's just at the point now where <laughs> she's learning these phrases and, and she does not to... know. Yeah, she doesn't know the context behind any of it. So she'll just be like, later, later, later. Like, well, do you want to go eat lunch? No, later. And then you're like, okay, like it's now later. And she's like, nope, <laughs> later, 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 later. And it's just funny because she just it, it just reminds me of like like the procrastinator that we all have inside of ourselves at times. And it's like, well, I'll just I'll do it later. Oh, yeah. I'll do it later. My two, you know, my two-year-old is now. Everything is later, later. No, daddy, later, later. It's like, whoa, wait. We need to go. We need to do this now. And she's like, no, no, daddy, later, later. <laughs> that's funny. funny. Maybe it's just funny because it's my kid. Funny. No, no, that's funny, man. I think that's hysterical. Like, the thing is, like, I'm getting a lot of this. I've never even met Sauce Sawyer, so I'm getting a lot of this stuff. Like, all the developmental things, like specifically right from you firsthand and seeing her kind of like evolve over the years from like your stories and stuff is hysterical to me because she is becoming like a tiny person now in the way that she, she like, is like literally instead of calling you daddy just dad now and like barking yeah. orders at you like that's yes. hysterical dude. yeah <laughs> that's hysterical. 18 months <laughs> that was like the turning point like 18 months to on you know like it she's super cute but she is like it's not even like intentional sass. It's just that they start to learn phrases and they don't know context. So like they just start like, you know, whether it's, you know, like you'll, you'll go to like hold her hand and you'll be like in a parking lot. Either I'll reach out like, okay, hold my hand. And she'll like pull her hand back and she'll be like my body. And I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, like, we're in a parking lot. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to hold your hand. Like when there's cars coming and she's like, no dad, my body. And I'm like, whoa, kid. Like, bad taste, but yeah. oh. <laughs> did your daughter just me to you? Like that sort of yes. sounds like, like I know that comes off in Dude. bad taste, but my God, Unreal. that's funny, man. <laughs> because she learns these phrases, like at school, they'll be like, make sure if you know, if one of your friends is getting in your bubble, like you just say, nope, no, thank you. Or nope, you know, if they like try yeah. to pinch you or it's like, it's like these bunch of two-year-olds, like if they try to like pinch you or push you, like say, nope, it's my body. No, thank you. <laughs> and you know, she doesn't understand context. So she just starts that's throwing good, out these words and these that, phrases. Man. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, dude, easy kid. I'm just trying to, we're in a parking lot <sighs> here. Like funny. there's cars zipping around everywhere. Like I'm just trying to keep you <laughs> alive. I totally respect your body, but yes, I am trying to hold your hand. But also, Come the, on. The, like the feeling of like embarrassment, like when some like a kid were to do that and like there's another adult standing around looking at you, like then you yeah. start to worry if they're judging you, like. Is that actually his kid? No, like what's happening right now? No, like, parents get it. That's so not parents. Funny, that's the thing. Like that's the funny, parents, man. other parents of like of <laughs> kids, they totally get it. And they're just like, mm -hmm. like, I think like maybe like someone, <laughs> like if you, like, if you heard it, like you have a kid that doesn't like talk or tell you to not touch their body. Um, yeah. You'd be like, Oh shit. Like what the hell's going on there? But like, as soon as <laughs> yeah. you go through it, you're like, gotta oh, keep an yeah. eye on this character oh, over yeah. here. Yeah, shady guy with kind of like when you see like over here. you see uh like if you saw like someone like in public with their kid and they were like oh man and like the kid like completely shit out their diaper you'd be like yep yep respect been there totally get it totally get oh, it yeah. you know like it 100%. becomes like you become like you're like oh i feel you i feel you you know so like once it happens to you you kind of like empathize with it. you're like oh yeah okay 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 cool 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 yeah so yeah, what did what did enough. Nick do this week? Fair enough. Big Nick uh, had his what first did Nick do this week? Laugh this week. Whoa! Yeah, it's like I said, he big had, time. Yeah, yeah. He was he was at the gym. Um, Liz had just finished working out. I was like halfway through peeling a grapefruit before my workout. She was kind of just bouncing him around, and just in the bouncing sequence. He laughed and Liz was like, I think he just laughed. And I was like, no, I didn't hear anything. Keep try again. And she kept bouncing him and he just started giggling and like laughing for the first time ever. It was the greatest thing. 
greatest moment of my life. Like Liz started to cry a little bit. I was getting all choked up because that's like the thing like as a dad you live for. But I mean, I think as a parent in general, that first laugh is like the greatest thing ever. But especially as a dad, I, I feel like, well, I mean, I, I say that because I am a dad. I'm not a mom. I wouldn't know. But as a dad, like I that I think we all kind of live for that chance to make your kid laugh like a good, deep belly laugh. Like that's the greatest thing ever. And so to think that I'm one step closer to that made me so happy. That being said, he laughed on Monday when that when they worked out and we haven't been able to recreate it since. Like we've been trying everything, all the same stuff. I've been trying tickling him every he smiles, but he doesn't laugh like no belly laughs yet. Just that one time. So awesome. fingers crossed, like, you know, a couple more weeks, he'll start to laugh again. But that was the big one that and then um, speaking of the or going back, I should say, to the date day. I'm going to throw my dad under the bus on this one a little bit. but um, So they were wa- he was watching the kiddo, and um, we put down the instructions of like the f- like how to mix his bottle for the formula. And I don't know whether he just didn't pay attention to it or what, but normally with like any kind of formula, you go you know, one scoop of formula per two ounces of water, and he went one-to-one on that ratio and mixed it all up. And like, he was like, I don't know. He loved it though. He drank the whole thing. I realized like, I was like, he got basically like 10 ounces worth of formula in four and five ounces of like of water, essentially. You know what I mean? Like that with the way the ratio is set up at one to one instead of two to one. Um, And he didn't, he didn't crap for like, like three days. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he blew out a diaper. Like, and then yesterday Liz was saying like, he literally crapped out the sides of the diaper, like not even up his back. It just shot out like down the leg kind of thing. Like he had, um, he was, like I said, he was backed up. So he's been, he's been better now, but his stomach's been a little off since that day. Um, grandma yeah. made a boo-boo. It's all good. It yeah. is what it is, you know, but we're, I'm sure you know, it's next like, time grandpa, it's like, uh, if you just ate liquid cheesecake, it's like yeah, liquid cheesecake straight to the belly. It was just yeah, that's it. Just boom. Um, no, man, other other than those two things, that like he like I said, I mean it's uh it's good. Everything's good, dude. So shall we move on to the topic, Casey? You want to introduce it? Because I know you it. this was your yeah. brainchild here. Yeah, I do. I do, Rob. I do want to introduce it. And good. here's the context. I was asked by you know, by someone, whatever. Like it was basically it resulted in a quasi argument. And I'm pretty firm on this. I was asked to create some content for the gym surrounding parents that um, have to achieve fitness with their children. And the gist of what I was asked was, hey, can you create some like 10-minute workout videos on ways parents can get their fitness in with, with and around their kids? And my response was no, um, because that is not how you achieve <laughs> fitness and that is that is a bastardized version of what parents should be doing um you know and and i'd like i'd like to explain why you know and like i i basically said and we can kind of spin off of this rob that you know if you're a parent and you have two kids three kids one kid any age whatever like at some point in, in their like at different physical development levels of your kid like things get harder like i have a two and a quarter year old I'll just say two and a half will round up a two and a half year old for me to have to like, try to like do fitness around her is impossible because she requires constant attention. She gets like, if I'm not paying attention to her, she is like pissed. She's going to find me. She's going to hunt me down. And also like, I'm distracted. Like I, I can't, I'm not going to actually be able to focus what on any, even even though like, yeah, I could break it up and we've talked about like, yeah, break up different exercises throughout the day. And like, you know, maybe do like 10 push ups and then you go do our 10 push. Like, like that's, that's fine. And that's a definitely a style of training. And, but at the same time, I think when you're a parent trying to achieve fitness, what we really need to focus on is ways that you can do it consistently throughout your day where it can be your intent. And this is something that I, I talk to clients about with nutrition this is something I talk to clients about with fitness is when you go to achieve something, whether it's a nutritional goal, a fitness goal, a health goal, whatever, like you want to put intent behind it. And if you're trying to grab your kid's box of Duplos and goblet hold it so you can squat the three pound block of Duplos, you aren't doing anything there's no progressive overload. You're probably made your kid mad because you took their, their toys. And 
it's just not where parents should be directing their intention. I would rather see a parent say, okay, I'm going to embrace this time with my kid and I'm going to find that same 10 minute time chunk later on. And I'm going to be able to figure out my, my constructed workout for that 10 minute time chunk that isn't with a three pound block of Duplos. Yes, it might look cool on Instagram or Facebook or newsletter, but that is a waste of your 10 minutes. Spend that time being a parent. Don't try to do some half-assed workout rant over. Yeah. And I agree with you though. I mean, I don't think like, first of all, does it even look that cool on, on those things? I think what happened was like somewhere along the lines, like, you know, as a joke, parents or dog owners for that matter, like, you know, or cat owners, like we, you started seeing these workout videos where it's like, do a, a, a toddler squat and you like hold your kid and do some squats or hold your dog or this or that. Like, and it was a gag. It was funny. You don't actually build a whole training program or no. like a workout around that. Like that doesn't make any sense at that point. Like I said, like, let's find you some other exercises that are more challenging, you know, and stop annoying your poor kid. But on top, like, you know, or for that matter, you know, like if you're trying to, I think the big thing here is also the big takeaway for me. Um, and then we'll dive into some of this a little bit more like strategies of like how to actually like carve this time out for yourself, all those kinds of things. But like, if you're with your kid, be with your kid, right? And if you're, if you're doing something for yourself, do something for yourself. When we let those lines bleed into one another um, and we try to do both things at the same time, there's so much like stuff that happens, right? Like the kid doesn't really feel like they're getting mom or dad's actual attention because they're doing something else at the same time. And you constantly feel like I can never do anything for myself because, you know, I've got to do this, you know, and it's important for you to have your time, you know, just like it is important for your significant other to have their time, you know, whether it's exercise or do another hobby that they like or whatever, you know, and when you try to, you try to like, let the two bleed into each other, you lose the enjoyment of both all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, so then you don't feel like you're actually get your you time and you don't feel like, you know, you're really being present with your kid and your kid definitely doesn't feel like you're being super present with them, you know, but so there's, there's a lot of things mixed, mixed up there. I think like, you know, there are obviously exceptions to the rule here. Like, um, you know, if you are working out, let's say you've got a toddler and they're taking a nap or they're in their little bouncy, not toddlers, like a baby and they're in their bouncy swing or something like that. They're not, they're not mobile. They're not doing anything and you're able to work out like that's fine. You know, they're probably going to take a nap or just watch you and look at you and stuff. That's exactly. Totally it's different exactly. Than when you're like, it's different than when the kid is like your, your, your child's age, like Sawyer's age or something where they're two or three and they're interactive and they want to be with you. You know, at that point, it's like, all right, well, we got to find a plan here, whether it's getting the significant, your significant other to watch them or a daycare facility or whatever, but like coming up with something that you can do because trying to make the two happen at the same time, isn't going to work out. Um, yeah. That's and I think you brought up a good point there. You've got a good point there, Rob. Like if you're like, there's a, like, you know, zero to seven to nine months, your kid is basically immobile, right? Like they might be sitting up, they might, might maybe roll over, but they're not crawling. They're not like mobile little monsters getting into things. At that point, if you can bring your kid, like I remember when Sawyer was that little, I would bring her into the gym I'd put her on a mat and like a little boppy seat and she would just chill and I would be able to do 20 minutes of, of like aerobic work. Like I could do bear crawls and push-ups and a bunch of ground-based movements strung together and get a good little workout in. Like that's something that I can do because my kid isn't moving. And I think that's a very different thing than what we're talking about here than like when you have kids running around you and you're like put, putting your foot up on, on a couch and you're doing like a split squat or you're grabbing like your kids toys to like lift them or something like that's, that's just a, that's, that's a bastardized version of fitness. You know, like if your kid is watching a movie and you want to like do like a deck of cards workout, maybe, but why don't you just sit and watch the movie with your kid? Like, why do you have to try to do both? Why can't you prioritize one thing and just, have a plan on when you can achieve your workout, your fitness and whatever it might be. And I think that's kind of the punchline here is, is, and this is something that I've learned over the last 12 weeks of this program that I've been on where 
Each week I go in knowing I have a plan. I know exactly what I need to get done. I have five workouts over seven days and I don't, and, and kind of like you've alluded to Rob, we're like, if you can get those done in five days in a row, then you have two days that you get to kind of play around with and, and have as like oopsie days or do fun things or some other things, or you got it done early and you can just move on with your life and wait for yeah. the next week to start for parents to try to get it all done. Like I understand parents are busy. I absolutely get it. We all have things on our plate. But you, if you're prioritizing your health, if you're pri- truly prioritizing your fitness, your workouts, your nutrition, whatever, you're going to take your lifestyle into account to create a plan that allows you to execute it in a way that matches your lifestyle, even if it's 15 structured minutes, right? Like you're telling me after your kid goes to bed, yeah. you can't go do something for 15 minutes. I have worked out at four in the morning. I have worked out at three in the morning. I have worked out at nine o'clock at night, all different. When, so when we got home from Sawyer, I would find myself doing workouts at two in the morning based off her weird sleep schedule. And like, you just prioritize and you're like, yeah. okay, this is kind of where I'm at. It's kind of a shit show right now, part of my language, but I know that I'm going to be able to achieve this in this amount of time. And it's going to push me further towards my goal. And Maybe at that time, it's not, maybe it's not fitness. Maybe it's, I'm going to take that 15 minutes. I'm going to put something in the crock pot to cook overnight. So when I wake up at 6 a.m., I have something ready to go for meal prep the next day. Like this, I think it goes back to a previous episode we've done, Rob, where we talk about like what a good coach will do. A good coach will take into account your crazy lifestyle to make sure you have a plan to achieve progress, to keep you moving forward towards your goals. Rant number two over with. 100%. (laughs) One hundred. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get a third rant out of you, but no, no, I probably one hundred percent. Probably will. Um, I understand. Like, I understand that that's the cool thing, and I so I like. There's a part of me that gets where somebody, you know, the 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 person who suggested this to you, for example, um, the the executive um, who will not be named because I don't know them, and there's no way I can name. Mom them of two. I doubt they listen to this podcast. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect you to name them either. Um, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> but where they might like get come up with the idea of it, which is like, you know, oh, this is sort of a trendy, fun thing. And like, let's let's do this, you know, like, let's show how we can make anything fitness. But that's not the case. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the way that it works. Um, it's important to be active. But like, there's there's also, I think, a, an important differentiation right there, right? Between like, what is defined as like, actual exercise and workout and what is defined as just physical activity, right? You should be physically active as much as possible throughout the day, you know, with whatever time you can. That's that's really good for your body. Physical activity, like just being physically active is not something that's dedicated to like is not specifically like goal oriented or dedicated towards like just an actual workout like fitness kind of thing, right? Like that's That's when you have a planned time. I have, this is what I do. And all of what I do here during these workouts is the stuff that allows me to be even more physically active throughout the day, right? But it's not just like playtime. Playtime is great. Playtime is fun. You should do that. You should incorporate play, even as an adult, like physical activity and play as much as possible. But that's not the same thing as a dedicated workout, right? Like those two things are separate. And so when we let those two things bleed into one another, we start also like never mind like we were just talking about bleeding into like your time with your kids and whatnot. You're also like completely diluting and watering down like your actual fitness levels too, right? Because if we're thinking of like like oh well, I just kind of like bounced around with my kid for 15 minutes today. That's enough of my workout. When you're normally used to working out for like going for a 20 minute run or something like that. Like you're not going to tell me you burn the same amount of calories. You didn't, you certainly didn't put in the same amount of intense work in those two times. Like they're not equal. They're, they're different and you should do both of them if you can, but they're not equal. One doesn't replace the other. The other one is there to actually to, to allow you to enhance, you know, the second, if that makes sense. Like I said, the problem is that when you have people without a fitness background, or a very strong fitness background, trying to dictate fitness ideas to people because they saw something on the internet or whatever, or thought it would just be a fun, creative, catchy way or marketing thing to get more people through and in the door. Um, that becomes 
kind of problematic. It's sort of like having somebody who does no marketing at all being like, I got an idea, a great marketing idea for you. Here you go. Make this happen. When it's like, well, you don't know what you're talking about right now. Like, what are you doing? And I think I don't know. An, another like side, like if you flip the pillow over, that's not even a good analogy, but if you flip it, the, that, you know, the other side of the coin saying? is, if, <laughs> I don't even know over? if it's saying, I just made a thing. If you flip the pillow over, <laughs> I'm going to make that. Usually that's see the if good I can say side, that the cool side of the pillow. Dude. Nah, yeah. Nah, we're going to flip the pillow over here. And <laughs> if I was a parent, like imagine being someone who doesn't, you know, who wants to work on their fitness, like recognizes that there are some areas they can improve on and they're trying to, to take action steps. And they see the video of the mom or dad banging out some like weird workout with toys you know, feet up on the, the kids train table doing pushups or their kids trying <laughs> to like, build train. Like, hands. like, and they're like, wow, that parent, like, that's so cool. You know, like, look at that parent. Like, uh, there's a chance that that person watching the video just feels terrible, like just feels terrible because it's like, they're like an overwhelmed parent. They're trying to keep up with their kid and they're just getting completely wrecked by one, two, three, four plus kids. Who knows how many are there? And they're stressed because maybe it's a snow day or they're like, you know, they have like other obligations in their professional life, whatever it is. And they're like kind of falling behind. Like, like those marketing videos, they just make you feel awful. They don't actually help you. Like they're there for like maybe the likes and the clicks, which are arbitrary metrics that do not gauge your fitness. Just because you see someone doing like the sweaty t-shirt imprint on the ground and is like, great workout today. No, no, not necessarily. No, 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 no. <laughs> like that is not like the, the color of your t-shirt after yeah, what workout. What you don't know is they just sat dictate. in the sauna for three hours. Yeah. And down like, on the ground. like it's, everything is so individualized to you in your situation. Like that's, I think the big misunderstanding in fitness in general is in, this is maybe I'll bring this back to the topic that we're talking about today, that everything is just so individualized, but social media and marketers, like they, they have their own agenda. And when it comes to fitness, your individual agenda is so far from what their agenda alignment is that they don't, it doesn't, it doesn't align. So when you're watching these, like yeah. it, I just wish that parents would understand that there's a better way than to try to avoid being a parent, watching your kids. Like, and if, like I said, like, it's one thing if your kid is like an immobile little baby, like you got other problems you got to figure out, like you got to like figure out your sleep schedule and like the life shock in the first seven months of having a kid is like unbelievable. And you can't yes. even like verbalize it. It's just like, wow, it's just really different. Right. It's like, it's definitely different. Uh, but like when you have like a toddler or like, you know, I can't even imagine when Sawyer's like six and she's like this crazy person and she can like tell me to F right off, you know, like I don't want, I don't want to have to like try to fit <laughs> in my so own personal fitness around her time. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Like it's, it's like, I, like, I just look back and I'm like, you honestly, you can't, you can't figure, maybe we do a podcast on this, Rob, where we find ways to quote unquote make time. And I think it just comes down to like scheduling plan A, scheduling a time for plan B, and then knowing what plan C is to achieve your fitness goals on a week basis, on a month basis, and not making it an in the moment decision that you, you, you spontaneously decide you're going to do because like your intuition sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what to say other than like, that's not it. You know, like if you don't have a plan and you think that rowing yeah. your kids mega blocks is your plan, like you, you're, you're not going to get very far. Like, it's just not, you know, like, cool. You got some likes on Instagram, but well, yeah, and I don't, it's not I don't it. blame that. Yeah. I don't necessarily blame the parent who's there, like looking for that to be the solution to make their life easier. Um, I mean, I think that they know enough to know that like using, their kids toys that don't weigh anything to for exercise really isn't going to make any kind of difference there other than what you might've just done body weight. But, um, but there's a couple things that happen. Like when you see those, those marketing videos, and I kind of want to touch on this is that there's a lot of deceit in that, right? Like the first, mm -hmm. the first layer of deceit with that is that by doing these things, you can get in phenomenal shape, right? By playing with like, by literally doing an exercise with your kid's stuffed animal, you're going to get in better shape than you had you done it somewhere. Like that's not the case. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? That's the lie that you got sold with Tybo and, you know, whatever, you know, midnight 
you know, exercise workout DVD video kind of thing that was put out there before, probably even worse. Um, the second part of that lie is like the idea that that gets kind of um, sent off with with all those videos is like, look at how dedicated those parents are. They're working out even with their kids right around them. Nothing lets them stop like nothing stops them from getting in their workouts or their exercises. And I call complete BS on both of those things because you're not dedicated by doing like dedicated would be actually like, okay, this is my time and I'm going to do this thing and it's going to be really, really hard for a little bit of time, but I'm going to use this because I'm dedicated towards making progress in my fitness. And then on the flip side, I'm a dedicated parent because when I'm with my kid, I'm present and with my kid, I'm not doing this other thing. Kind of going back to what I was saying before, like what I see when I look at that video is the opposite of dedicated. I see, I, I see selfishness a little bit in those videos. If that's what you really yeah. want to kind of put off, like, yeah, I'm doing my thing regardless of whether the kid is around. I got to check this box, which is fine. I get checking the box, but like, yeah, do it for real. Um, but I don't somebody, I don't see somebody who's super dedicated to fitness unless, like I said, unless the idea behind this is it's playtime. This is not my normal workout. This is playtime. And you know, when you see those Instagram videos and things like that of like somebody who's super fit doing pushups with their kid on their back, you know, whatever the truth is that's, they didn't get like super fit because they did pushups with their kid laying on their back. They got super fit because <laughs> they were doing a bunch of other stuff before they ever did that and are still doing a bunch of other stuff before they ever did that. That's kind of the, like, you know what I mean? The fun of it or the gag of it, if you will. So don't yeah. fool yourself into thinking like somehow incorporating my kid into my exercise or my kid's toys into my exercise is the thing that's missing or the way that I'm going to be able to make it all work together. Right? Like if you're, if your schedule and your timing and everything like that is so ridiculously hectic that the only way for you to get 15 minutes into workout or whatever is to incorporate your kid's time into it as well. Um, it sounds like there's a bigger issue there, which is like your actual like scheduling time priorities, time management and things like that. Um, or, and I, I, I say time management, but maybe like when with that, that's the the other part of it is you need more help. Either need more help from a significant other if there's a significant other in the picture, need more help from friends, from somebody else so that you have support so that you can do this kind of thing. Because I also like understand like, and more and more every single day do I understand this, that like being a parent is an extremely time, you know, um, I don't, for lack of a better term, time sucking kind of endeavor, right? Like you're, you don't get a lot of free time. It's really, really hard to find that time. And it's really important to have people there that can help you create and carve out time for yourself. But like, but it can't be your kid that makes that, like that allows you to carve out that time for yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not right. I guess is what I'm saying. And I don't think it's selfish to find that time. You know, like, I don't no. think it needs to come at the expense of Not your time all. as a parent, which you've, you've alluded to, Rob, but I just think that it, when you're a parent and you're trying to achieve a goal, you need to be intentional behind it and you need to find a time that works for you. And I think with any big goal and life change, there's going to be sacrifice and sacrificing your time as a parent is not it. It's not it. Maybe you sacrifice Netflix time. Maybe you sacrifice 15 minutes of sleep on the front end and 15 minutes of sleep on the back end. And even then, I wouldn't even say you're sacrificing sleep. You're just looking to be, have better time management before bed or better time management in the morning. You know, like it's not, it's, you know, if there's, you look at, like I look at what I do before bed and like, yeah, could I cut out 20 minutes of scrolling around on my phone before going to bed to find 20 minutes to read a book or to work out? Yeah, I probably could. You know, like it's, it's 100%. just really addressing other holes in your day. And, and yeah, so I, that was the rant. I thought it was relevant because I think as parents, we do see, we see things around us on social media and other friends. And, and I think just the most important thing you can do is when you have a goal and you, you're trying to achieve it is ask for help, right? Like if your health goal yeah. is health and fitness, it's worth your time to find someone and just reach out and say, and like pay the consultation fee, pay for a couple sessions, like pay for training, pay for nutritionist, pay. Like it's, if it's worth it to you, isn't it worth it to find someone who can help you achieve it in a way that it doesn't 
cut into sacrifice, like into sacrifice times of like other really important things in your life. Like if I could pay someone to allow me to maximize the time with my kid and not have to worry about other things in my life. Like I I think like, yeah, that's a no brainer. I would pay for that. Like that's a no brainer. And if that thing is fitness and I was just paying a coach to do that, which I do like, duh, you know, like I'm sitting here, like not as like a hypocrite, like I pay for training. Like it's, it's an important piece of my life. And the coach like helps me come up with ways to do it. It's important, you know, and it goes back to our previous podcast, Rob, on like a good coach does this, right? A good coach actually listens to you. Yep. We talked about that. And a good coach works around your lifestyle to make sure you can have realistic goals and, and a realistic schedule to, to achieve it. That's all I got for you. For sure. No, I think that, I mean, I think that's a good note to end it on, man. Um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, this is insightful. This was a little ranty, I know, more more than we normally do, but... Um, I mean, I, you should have seen the rant I was on. I was on some... T- I, I have been spicy Casey more times than not lately, and I was, like, in an, a legit argument with this person. And I was like, I'm not doing this. This is why. <laughs> and I, I talked about the same, a lot of the same Casey, things we just talked about. Like, it's where it is. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you 100%. You, you don't have to convince me, dude. I'm, I am 110% in on this and 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 with you um thank you all for listening everybody we'll catch you guys next time casey peace out later everybody Hey everybody, it's Rob over at the Healthy Parent Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Hopefully you got some useful information. Worst case scenario, you got to hang out with two fun people that actually care about your success. Um, If you enjoyed listening to the episode, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button um, on whatever medium you use to listen to podcasts, whether it's iTunes and Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever that is. Um, it'll do a lot of good for us as far as growing this community and helping us reach more parents um, You know, by showing your support. Um, if you ever have any questions, show topic ideas for future episodes, um, or even want to share those bright spots with us, you can reach us at mailbag. Um, at thehealthyparentpodcast.com. Again, that's mailbag at thehealthyparentpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.